Hey, this is Billy D, and this is One Man with a Plan. So, we're talking about some of the racial injustice that's going on, and I'm sure you can help but watch it unfold right in front of your very eyes on television in the past couple of days. 2020 is surely turning out to be one bad motherfucker. But with a little bit of perseverance and a little bit of insight, I think we can get through this year and into the next without any problems. But first, we got to tackle this issue. Police brutality. So where did it all begin? Well, we got to start at the beginning of our enslavement here in this country. It all started on the plantation of Virginia, North Carolina. Slaves, as you know, were an extreme monetary value. And only the riches of white people were able to own slaves. So to keep tabs on their investments, they created what we call overseers. And these overseers were in charge of making sure that the slaves did their job and didn't revolt. of the slave trade and were brought to what would become the U.S. were also subjected to the first form of organized policing in the South, known as the Slave Patrol. In case you missed it, the Slave Patrol and slave catchers were the first form of organized police in the South. These watching as white folks first emerged in the colony of Carolina in the early 1700s and set the tone for policing as we know it. The slave patrol kept tabs on the whereabouts of the enslaved. And that meant if black men and women were off a plantation, then the slave patrol could demand to see a slave badge noting their occupation. Slave patrol could stop and search whomever's belongings just because. Now, I wonder who that sounds like. Then there was the slave catchers. That role is pretty self-explanatory. Slave catchers chased and returned runaways. They also intentionally scared the bejesus out of the enslaved to instill a sense of fear and prevent revolts. There was some overlap between the role of the slave catcher and the slave patrol, but together they enforced the idea that black people were second-class citizens and that white people were the authority. And this is explained thoroughly on the YouTube channel, The Root on one of their series entitled, How American Slavery Helped Create Modern Day Policing. So, what does this all have to do with police brutality? Well, the old saying goes, anything that's built on bad roots will not grow and prosper. The police system itself was built on a bad root. And until that root is exposed and pulled out and this plant is re-rooted and replanted into the ground, then we will continue to have this 
systematic problem in this particular institution. So what can we do? Well, police reform is a good start. But I think it all stems back to the American family. We can do all the police reform we want. But if we don't go back to where it all begins, we're going to continue to have the same problems over and over again. And it starts at home. This one is absolutely huge. Right from the very youngest of age, we have to start teaching kids that there is a certain bit-by-bit argument, if you will, behind discipline. That there's, uh, there's value. There's, there's value in behaving a certain way just because of an expectation that's consistent. I can't say to the 25-year-old state trooper, does your mother know you're out this late? I can't. I can't say to my new principal who just got hired, and I've been doing this job for 30-something years, and they just walked in, and they're now principal in their fifth year of the educational business, and they're telling me what to do. I can't say to them, wait a second, kiddo. That's not going to fly because their position commands authority. That's a hard thing to learn, but when I see little kids in stores and they're screaming and talking their parents out of a decision, they're learning very quickly that there are ways around authority. That's why I always say, say what you mean and mean what you say. Don't instill a consequence or, or whatever on a kid that you can't follow through on. Thank you, uh, Christy Leisure, for that um, information on how to teach respect to your children and authority uh, to your children at an early age. So we took a look at both sides of the coin. We see that we indeed need police reform and we also need people reform. And we cannot have the two without the other both are needed so this show is called one man with a plan so here's my plan in order to instill both of these changes immediately we have to change our perspective in photography we learn that In order to get the best out of an image, you can't take a picture from eye level. People see life at eye level all the time. So in order for us to change this situation, we can't look at it at eye level anymore. We have to change our perspective. Now, how do we do that? Well, we do need to instill change 
in the police system, in the education system, in the economic system. We need change in every system. We can't do it like we're playing the game of operation bit by bit. We can't. We have to make change all at once in order for it to work. It's going to be a slow process, but we have to have the end goal in mind. Where do we want to be and then work backwards? We want a system where everybody feels equal. We want a system where everybody feels protected by the police and not threatened by the police because there is a certain segment of society that don't feel protected by the police every time they see a police officer they get frightened they get uh, butterflies in their stomach not because they're a criminal it's because they don't want to be put in a situation where they might lose their life and every time you come in contact with a police officer You may or may not lose your life depending on you, how you handle that situation. And sometimes it doesn't even really matter. It's just wrong time, wrong place. But if we start instilling the respect for authority in our children and in ourselves, By demonstrating that respect to our children. Remember, children don't learn by words. If you got kids, you understand that you could talk all day. And they still going to do the exact opposite of what you said. Because they they don't listen. They don't understand what active listening is. That's, you know, unless you've taught them that. And most kids, you know, are not taught how to be active listeners. So they're not listening to you. But they are watching you. So every time you mouth off at somebody in authority, you're teaching that kid to do the same exact thing instead of using respect to get what you need instead of force and emotion. Instead of showing the kid to use wit and intelligence, you're teaching them the exact opposite. So, again, you know, this is just my inaugural show, so it's short. I want to keep it short. But I understand that, you know, most people's attention spans are really short and you need the information in quick segments because you got other things you need to do in your life. But... Again, to reiterate my plan, start teaching and instilling respect for authority, not only in your kids, but in yourself. Let's expose the roots of institutional racism in the judicial system and in the Police stations around America We have to expose that People need to know 
that this system was designed in order to harass minorities and to keep a certain segment of society in power and in control. And the police wouldn't, you know, knowingly or unknowingly are the pawns in this game. So they're going to have to make the decision to stop being pawns in this game. Thanks for sharing your time with me. This is uh, One Man With A Plan. This is Billy D. And I hope to talk to you again in a couple more weeks.